0: How many people in here want to be strong for Jesus? Like want to be like off the chain, going after him with 100 percent all you (laughs) got? (laughs) Woo! Woo! Thought about it once. I said, How many of y'all want to be on fire Christians, ready to go after God and (laughs) equipped? I like that. I'm gonna teach you something tonight that's simple. Say everybody say simple. I don't know about y'all, but I like simple sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's easy to follow along with. It's a principle that if you apply it to your life, it's going to help, help you like you're here. It's going to take you to here, okay? It's something that people who have been saved for a long time don't really get sometimes. It's simple, though. So I'm going to explain it to you. i got a visual for you real quick. Let's imagine that you are this, not really this. Metaphor, okay. Everybody it's know what a metaphor is. This is a pi- rusted pipe. Okay. Not that See it? Brown. <laughs> Nasty. <C>. Let's imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no racial slurs. Easy <laughs> now, guys. That's not offensive. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thankfully, JC's a good sport. But enough of that. What? what about you? <laughs> You're awesome, JC. Uh, no, Let's imagine this is what you look like. Before you knew Christ, a rusted, pipe. a rusted pipe. Now, not literally, but just go with me on this. Let's say you're a rusted pipe. This is what you look like. When you get saved, will show you something real quick. How many of y'all have ever had a. Uh, no? Anybody ever have a bike that got all rusted up and you went out there with some sandpaper? Did you know? You might not have been able to go forward a new bike, so you're like, I'm going to go ride something that's clean. You know what I mean? I'm going to clean it up, make it shine a little bit. I do. I remember one time I spent hours standing on a bike just to get the rust off because it was so nasty. I don't even know where I got the thing. I probably found it like I didn't steal it. I didn't steal it, I promise. Just a second. I'm gonna put them on your shirt. Okay. <laughs> I know y'all know what I'm going for here. You can already see it kinda of starting to shine a little better. You see that a little bit better? It's not as rusted. Yes. Yes. A second. I should have bought like something with that that's actually supposed to work on this, but I had the sandpaper in the truck and I was like, hey that'll work. Yeah. Should have tested it a little bit better. Okay, I'll give up. Anyways, you get the idea. You see how it's a lot shinier, it looks a lot better? This is what you look like after you get saved, okay? Before you're all rusty, kind of like, like that. You had that all in your life. Jesus stepped in, you asked him into your life. All of a sudden, he washed you with his blood and made you clean. White as snow. New slate, you're a new creation. What happens to metal, guys, if you leave it in the rain? Rust. Rust. After a long time, it looks about like that. If you don't take something and dry that metal off every time it gets wet, it'll start to slowly rust. It's not going to be looking like this all of a sudden, but over a little bit of time, it'll start to rust. Start to look a little tarnished, not as new as it was before. You know, when you try to, like, you know, make it shine a little bit, it's got a little spot there that, you know, you can't just rub off. Water, guys, is like the world. This pipe, shiny and new, just like us after we get saved. But how many of y'all know that a lot of metal out there is out in the elements, rain, Just like us, we're out in the middle of the world. We're sitting out there in the world all day. How many of y'all go to school? Hopefully all y'all raise your hands. I dropped out. Westbrook High. (laughs) I finished Westbrook High, leave me alone. I was homeschooled. I was the best in my class. I'd like to think so. (laughs) At least my mama told me so. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, each and every one of us are in the world every single day. I mean, y'all probably know every cuss word in the book just because you're around it. Hopefully, you don't go around speaking it. Don't need to be. But you've heard everything. There's tons of stuff you see that you shouldn't see. Not because you've asked for it, but because it's out there in the world, everywhere, surrounding you. I mean, how many of y'all know that all of the stuff that's on TV, most of the sitcoms, are sexual innuendo sitcoms? You know what I mean? They show more and say more than they ever should think about. Your advertisements, Victoria's Secrets. Guys, better return to the channel. She ain't got any more secrets. Leave it alone. <laughs> the world is around us like crazy. And if we don't get in the Word and get close to God and dry off and get that junk off of us, we start to slowly rust. How many of y'all have ever been on fire for God? I hope all y'all say, yeah, right now, I'm on fire. How many of you have ever been real close to God? But then you've not spent time with them in a couple of days. Not because you might didn't want to, but you know, you got up late. Something came up, you know, your friends want you to go hang out. You're like, you know, okay, I'm going to go hang out. I remember as a kid, I used to, God was like, okay, you hadn't prayed yet, right? I get up late and it never failed. Every time that I wasn't able to get up in the morning and pray and spend time with God and get close to him, you know, wash the world off of me. I, whenever I wasn't able to do that, it never failed. There was always something trying to keep me from that. Have you have you ever experienced that? It's like, okay, God, you know, you're going to bed. You're like, okay, you say your nighttime prayer. You jump in bed. You're like, you know, I can't wait to get up and pray tomorrow. Your alarm doesn't go off. You got to be at school, so you head to school. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna play, pray later, Lord. All of a sudden, something else goes on. It's just like it seems like one thing after another keeps on happening. Till all of a sudden, it's like a week later, and you're like. I forgot I was supposed to pray last week. Has that ever happened to y'all? Yeah. We have to renew our mind, guys. I want you to turn to Romans 12. Let me make sure that's where it said. Hold on. Yeah, Romans uh, 12, 2. Give me just a second. I'll find it. I should have had it already marked. 12-2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove it is the will of... Sorry. That you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind, guys? time with God, reading the Word. Something that I really want you to walk away with tonight. I said it's simple. And I'm going to elaborate on it just a little bit more in just a second. But something I want you to walk away with tonight is the understanding that it is vital as Christians that we have got to dry off. God knows that we're in the world. He said be in the world but not of it. And how many of y'all know when you go running through something, you're going to have some on you. You've got to get off sometimes. You have got... It's vital... Do you have something in your life right now? I think most of us would raise our hand and say yes, that you're still trying to give to God, that you just hadn't been able to totally give over to Him. That just seems like, okay, you give it to Him for a little while, then you take it back. If you wash yourself in the Word, word, and if you pray and spend time with God, you're going to get rid of those things. Is it just going to fall off of you immediately? It might. It might not. The thing is, is, if we don't spend time with God, we don't daily dry off, sin's going to start creeping up in our life. And all of a sudden, we're real close and on fire, then not so much anymore. And then, you know, well, I pray every once in a while. And then I pray once a week. And then all of a sudden, it's what's prayer? It's happened in my life. I've gotten real close to God, and then all of a sudden it's just like a lot of things creep in, you know? I'm out in the world, and I don't go spend time with Him each day. When you get up and spend time with God each day, it's like Set your course for the day. When you pray and spend time with Him. When you read His Word. When you renew your mind by reading the Word. I think Christians take it a little too lightly. I know I did for the longest time. You take reading the Word too lightly. You take praying too lightly. How many of y'all prayed every day this week? Awesome. Awesome. That's not, I'm not saying that to condemn anybody, so don't be like, man, he called me out. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to prove a point here that a lot of times we take the tools that God has given us, and we take them too lightly. God wants us to be, God is a relational God. He wants you to be, be in relationship with him. You know, if Alice and I didn't talk at all, how could we have a relationship? You know? Just one second. Is anybody... Who's quick at terms in the Bible? Quick, quick, quick. How about 2 Samuel 11.1? Not that quick. It's towards the beginning. Old Testament. Oh, you've got it. Yes, Second Samuel 11.1. 1. Hold, hold on just a second. How many of y'all remember Bathsheba? David? Bathsheba? Y'all know that story, most of y'all? I think it's crazy that her name was Bathsheba. And she was uh, the I, I know that exactly. she's seen in a bath her name was Bathsheba. It was just kind of that's weird. That's not, no, no, no. <laughs> Bathsheba. I want to show you something, guys, what happened in David's life. I'll go ahead and read that. This is... This is what the starting of that part of his life that the Bible is telling about. Go ahead and read that first verse there. It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle. David sent Job and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged. You can, stop, you can stop right there. It happened in the year that the kings go out to battle. Okay, David's supposed to be out at battle, supposed to be taking care of business, but he's not. He's at home being lazy. He sent everybody out. He sent his right-hand man. He sent his guards. He sent everybody out to battle. And he was at home being lazy. I don't know why he did it, but I'm going to show you a principle in it. This principle that I'm going to show you is that we have got to take care of the things that God has given us. And it, I'm not, that can cover a lot of things. But I'm talking about he's given us the word to read, to renew our mind. We've got to immerse ourselves in the word each day, guys, or we are open ourselves up to sin. Do y'all know all exactly what happened with David? He didn't go out to battle. Then all of a sudden, he commits adultery because he lusts after a woman, committed adultery with her, got her pregnant, then tried to trick the husband to sleep with her, to make cover it up, and he wouldn't because he was loyal. He's like, you know, your guys are out there in battle, and you send me home. I'm going to stay at the castle. Because I can't go home whenever everybody's out at war. So that plan didn't work. So he sends, I think Uriah, he sends him to the front lines. And he said, make sure y'all go, like, press in on the city. And at the last second, everybody back up except Uriah. Push him out there so he'll die. So all of a sudden, he commits murder. Think about what happened. And let's, I, I don't know how long that actually took. It wouldn't have been a year because the child would have already been born. Or nine months. Trust me, I know my matter. But think about that. If he would have just gone to battle, if he would have just taken care of the things that he was supposed to, he wouldn't have fallen into sin. He wouldn't have had any area for Satan to move into. You get what I'm saying here? If you go ahead each morning and you wake up and take care of your business, so I'm just going to call it taking care of your business, okay? If David was taking care of his business, he wouldn't have fallen into temptation with this woman, slept with her, killed her husband, and all that other stuff. Did you know because of that sin, the, the, uh, the word says that the sword never left David's house. Never left. There's always things going on. Wars, stuff like that. Things with inside, betrayals inside his own family. It's just like it totally wrecked his whole life. Does, did God forgive him? Yeah. How many all know that you can be forgiven, but you still have to pay a consequence of your actions? It's vital for us as Christians, new Christians, old Christians. There's a lot of Christians out there today who aren't taking care of their business. They're they're using that whole, I'm saved by grace, and I'm going to live by grace too. Hallelujah. They're not spending any time with God. They're not getting to know Him. We are saved by grace, but we're not to take advantage of that. We've got to take care of business every day. I uh, I asked somebody one time, I was like, you know, what, do you want me, what would be something good for me to study? You know, because I really want to study and get to, I get to know things of the Lord better and all this other stuff and grow closer to Him and really get a better understanding of stuff. And I was told, read the Bible. That's all I want to tell you. Read the Bible. When you open up your Word every day, and you say, God, show me something. The Word says that the Word of God is living. To show me something in here. Speak to me through your word. You know, lay something upon my heart as I read this. It's like, you know what, That's that applies to my life. I need to get this out. Or this is how I need to act in this situation. Or whatever. But this word, guys, for so many years I took it and just read through it. It was kind of like a race in my own mind. I was like, how quick can I read through the Bible? They've done it in a year. I want to do it in a month. And it never worked. I got like four pages and quit. You know what I'm talking about. You just read it as like a history book. How many people love history in here? Awesome. You don't understand what I'm saying then. If you don't love history and you're reading a history book, a lot of times it's like you get halfway through it and you're like, what did I just read? My mind was here and I was just reading this and I have no clue what I just read. Have y'all that ever happened? Yeah. (laughs) A lot of times we do that with the Word of God. We read it because we feel like we have to. We're supposed to read the Word, guys, but you need to go into it with a, a heart to learn. Ask God, say, God, give me wisdom to understand your words. Give me me wisdom to learn from this. And then sit down with the word and don't plan out, okay, I'm going to read the book of Psalms today. And just sit down and just try to mow through it. Just sit down and take it, meditate on it, chew on it a little bit, read a little bit, try to understand it. And ask God, you know, if you don't understand something, ask somebody who knows. Ask God to reveal that to you. Or ask your pastor. You can ask me. You can ask pastors. There's a lot of people who you can talk to. The Word of God says seek and you will find. A way to seek after the Lord is seeking Him in the Word of God. Seeking understanding. How many of y'all, know, how many of y'all would like to find God? How many of y'all would like to find a relationship, a strong relationship with Christ? Like, that can never be broken. You know what I'm talking about? When I say never be, it might not be the right word. what? Like, like Joe. I have a heart to see a generation raise up and be passionate for the things of God. And I know there's people in here and that just have a heart to be passionate. I mean, y'all are passionate people. How many of y'all know people in general are passionate? Now, there's some that's like, whoa. And you're like, dude, are you angry? No, that was my happy voice. You know, like, you've met people like that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> we are passionate people. God put that in us. But a lot of times, we t- even Christians, they take all that and they focus it on the things of the world. They focus it on relationships. They focus it on things that, in the end, you know, maybe their job. Maybe they're real passionate and they just pour all their passion into their job. That's not a bad thing. But how many of y'all know that God put that passion in us to turn towards Him? I told you it was simple tonight. <laughs> The Lord laid this upon my heart. He was like, David, he was like, tell the people that they need to make sure they're taking care of business. No more, guys, if we're to get closer to God, can we sit here and take things lightly. God's a gracious God. He's a merciful God. He'll have mercy on us, you know. He he understands things that happen in our life. But, guys, I think that we're ready to step up, step up to bat. You know what I'm talking about? You're ready to get up there and hit a home run. Sometimes we just wonder how to get there. I know in my life, I sit and I think about getting so close to God and just experiencing things I've never experienced before Him, understanding things I didn't understand before. and I think, how in the heck am I ever going to get there? You know you see people who are so knowledgeable in the things of the Lord and the word and the scriptures and other things, but way far beyond where you're at and you're like, how can I ever get there? What did those people do? They sought after God, and they found Him. They sought after Him in the Word. They put Him first each and every day and prayed. It's got to start with us before we can reach out to others. That fire that you want to see, you want to see people raise up in your schools for Christ? You want to see people actually stand up for what they say they believe in? It's got to start with each and every one of you you got to get up each morning and say, God, what do you want to do today? And listen. I always thought for the longest time, prayer was just me babbling to God, and that's it. I mean, of y'all ever felt that way sometimes? It's like, okay, i got my list. I'm just going to pray this list, and I'm done. I'm out of here. Prayer is praying what's on your heart, what God lays on your heart, and asking Him, you know, what do you want me to do today? He'll lay things on your heart. He'll lay things, put things in your spirit. It's like, you know what? All of a sudden, you're like, I really need to go pray for so-and-so. I need to talk to so-and-so about this. If you ask God to make yourself available, He's going to use you. But you just have to take care of business each and every day. If you don't, guys, you're not going to look like this rusted piece of this pipe here overnight. But it's going to start. See how it's clean right here? All of a sudden, you see how it gets darker? Little bit by little bit, Satan's gonna creep into your life if you don't take care of business each and every day. He knows where you're weak. You know, sometimes we think, "Oh, we're smart." You know, we're not going down that road. But he knows how to fool you. How many of y'all have ever open-eyed walked into something you know you weren't supposed to do, but you rationalized it somehow in your mind, and it made no sense? After it's all said and done, and you look back on it, you're like, "I was stupid, and that was totally Satan, and I just walked into it." I was like, who don't." You know what I'm talking about? That wouldn't have happened. God would have given you insight. God would have given you the strength you needed if you would have taken that time to take care of business in the morning. Why do I say in the morning? It's the, beginning of your day. it's the beginning of your day. If you don't do it in the morning, it's probably not going to happen. I'd like to say it's going to happen. And for some people, they can make that happen. But for me, if I don't pray in the morning, there's a fat chance I'm going to throughout the day because things just, the world moves in all of a sudden. Not only that, it says you just give your first fruits. Your first fruits. we got to give of ourselves first to God. I want y'all to remember this. You are like a still pipe. <laughs> we have got to wash ourselves each and every day. We've got to renew our mind in the Word. I'm trying to drill this home trying to get you to make sure you take this home tonight and understand this. Walk, dry yourself off. The world is like water to a metal pipe. If you let it sit there, you'll start eating away. It's got whole, po- uh, I don't even know what you call that, little holes that were eaten into this by rust. Pockets, that sounds good. Pockets, Pockets are sweet. Corrosion is cool too, I like that. I don't think there's anybody in here who would say, you know what, guys? I want sin in my life. We all want to be pure and holy before the Lord. And I'm telling you how to start that off. I think I just broke something. (laughs) Take this home. Not this. This is mine. Take what I'm saying home. Hide it in your heart. If you want to overcome things in your life, put God first. If you have issues with thinking on things you shouldn't be thinking on, whether it be lust, gossip, something bad that's happened in your life, take this word and replace this word with those thoughts. Read it. A relationship won't begin until... A relationship can't be strong until you spend time on it. I challenge you guys this week, Take some time. Set this time. How many of y'all have a set time that you pray with God each and every day? I gotta work on a set time, I won't lie. I don't I have a hard time with this thing called getting up. I don't like it. I woke up this morning at 6, I had my coffee brewed. I was gonna drink some coffee, let it wake me up. I ended up falling asleep in the guest bedroom for a little bit. And then it started raining, so I went back to sleep. Totally wasted my morning. I think I got up at eleven. I, that has yeah, that—that's man. And I kind of beat beat myself up a little bit about it because it's like, man, that was so much time that I wasted that I could have spent with God, you know, that I could have spent doing something worthwhile. I don't even remember why I went down there. Oh, a set time with the Lord. I challenge you all this week: take some time and set it aside for God. A certain time in the morning, take five minutes. How many of y'all tonight? I don't want you to commit to me, and now uh, think about it before you do it. But we commit to God five minutes of your time each and every day in the morning. Just set it a time, set it aside before you go to school, or if for some reason you miss, right after <laughs> or on your way. But how many of y'all would say, you know what, Lord? I can give you at least five minutes of my day. And spend that time in reading the Word a little bit and pray before Him. As you do that, guys, I think we have a tendency to think, well, a strong Christian prays two hours, so I'm going to go ahead and start on it. And then you get burnt out or you never make it to the two hours. You know what I'm talking about? You like fall asleep. Lord, Heavenly, made it like a minute and a half. Great. I challenge you guys, if, if you're able to go in and pray for 30 minutes, set that time aside for God and spend it with Him each and every day. Don't miss. He wants to spend time with you. You need to take care of business each and every day. It's vital. It's vital in your growth towards Him.